0: Welcome to the Kyle Terry Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk to business owners and experts in their field about the strategies and tactics they use to grow their businesses, retain clients, and get referrals. Join us as we dive deep into the world of business and explore the best practices for building and maximizing success. And we're live. What's up, Kim? Last time we recorded this podcast, our house housebelt blew away.
1: We still are waiting on that to and it's be It's been fixed.
0: since June sixth or July the sixth, June,
1: and the end of June.
0: The end of June. So
1: let's hope that doesn't happen took again. A little,
0: took a little break from the podcast. Uh, now we're back. Lots of things in life have been going on, so we decided to take a break from the podcast, focus on other stuff, and uh, here we are.
1: This is your podcast.
0: Yeah, this is my podcast. <laughs> they know that. They clicked on the Cal Terry podcast. <gasps> so, what's the what's the plan for the podcast tonight? Are we going to talk about a little marketing, branding, posting on social media? Well, I mean, what do you do for your... So, we're going to talk about marketing, branding, posting <laughs> on social media, how you show up, how you show up matters, the quality of the content that you put out, everything that you put out is part of your marketing no matter what it is and we're going to talk a little bit about that so how do you feel about putting yourself out there on social media and uh it being part of your brand as a company or as a person who owns a company that is promoting that business
1: oh my views on this change daily okay um Social media is essential to your business. Yep. I don't think in this day and age that you can run a business successfully without marketing on social media of some sort. It doesn't have to necessarily be TikTok or Instagram, but you're going to be using some platform, LinkedIn, Facebook, something.
0: Right. And, you know, just to put that into perspective, Everybody's on up Alex Hermosi's ass right now, but he realized whenever they sold their business for they were running a hundred million dollar business, but a few other people had billion dollar businesses just because of their social media. He's smarter than those people, he's better at businesses than those people, better at sales than those people, and yet just because they are popular. On social media, and they had a bigger following. They started a company, and it was a billion-dollar company instead of a hundred-million-dollar company, and that's a lot, lot, lot more money. So, social media matters, whether it's a, a small scale or a large scale.
1: Yeah, it's like high school. It is. But you gotta be, you gotta be popular. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean that's business.
1: <laughs> if you're not popular, you're out, and that's it right. sucks. Unless you're
0: good at sales, <laughs> then your sales will in turn make you become so, popular.
1: So social media to me over the years has gotten hard. It's, I mean, there are billions of people on Facebook and billions of people on Instagram and threads and TikTok and all these things. And so you're just like this little, I wouldn't even say you're a fish in the sea. I would say you're like a little amoeba in yeah. the bottom of the ocean. That's right. Trying to swim your way up and be seen by something so it feels defeating as a small business owner right i'm not coca-cola or nike or something who can just put out any kind of ad and it's going to be seen by millions of people that's right so as a small business owner social media to me now feels next to impossible it's like i can spend money i go and i hire a videographer and a photographer and we do this great content and I spend all my money on this that I have and I get like 10 clicks on my posts. Yeah. And so it's like defeating and it brings up the point of, do I keep going with this type of content? What am I doing wrong? Where do we as small business owners go with social media?
0: That's right. So the way I tell everybody that has that same opinion is I revert back to Kevin Kelly's 1,000 true fans. Everybody wants 10,000 followers, 100,000 followers, whatever on their social media page. But in order to have make a really good living, if you have 1,000 people, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot. But if you have 1,000 people that are your true fans, that like your stuff, interact with your stuff, that know who you are and are literally waiting for you to show up, That's all you need. Yeah, but I feel like
1: the with the algorithms and all that, nobody gets to see my stuff compared to these big people. So like right. right, all my friends and stuff follow me, but they don't necessarily see my stuff. So I'm only getting a couple likes. That's
0: why you can't only depend on social media. You have to depend on emails, which will directly affect directly go to those people, multiple platforms of social media so that you show up in front of those people that are on everywhere else, and see them in real life, some of them, whether it's your church organization, whether it's the place you work out at, um, networking groups that you're in, or wherever, but you have to hit those same people in multiple points. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, and so talking with someone the other day is you spend all this time and Instagram, for some reason, feels the most like where you put your business content, I guess. Like that's where you're really trying to put our curated content. Mm -hmm. Um, but then it's like, I post a picture of Rava or Rose on Facebook and I get like, hundred likes right. compared so, to the stuff I've really tried to put out and make really great.
0: So I don't know if I, I think I've said this before, but I don't know if it was on the podcast, but we've talked about it before. So like sometime this year, maybe January, February, I switched my Kyle P Terry Instagram to personal instead of business so that I could share from there to Facebook. And literally the first day I did that, my stories, and my posts, so they'll automatically show up on both pages, and it be a native post. Um, I got like three or four sales for Pro Gifted that first day because people had no idea that I had this company that provided these products for these businesses. Even though I posted on face or on Instagram all the time, I started posting it on Facebook, and I didn't post it on Facebook because I had to post on Instagram and. Post on Facebook instead of just posting on Instagram and linking them together and it automatically posting. So that changed a lot. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people on Facebook.
1: I know we, a lot of, well, we sleep on Facebook. Yeah. I think we're going to take a quick break okay. and come right back.
0: Mabel's crying. We're back. Where we're we at. Sorry, Kira just ate to fly.
1: <laughs> um, we were talking about how you were posting more personal stuff when we were sleeping on Facebook, but Facebook yeah. is still. Well, I'm not posting
0: necessarily more personal stuff. I linked, I made my Instagram a personal Instagram instead of a business. That way I could post
1: simultaneously. So does it matter then? I'm kind of using this as like a coaching session. Yeah. As I want to get your input on where social media is now because you've been doing... For Kim
0: Rose Fit or for just people in general? Just
1: in general. Yeah. Um, so does it matter, like I said, when I post a picture of Rose or something, does that interfere with the content I'm trying to put out for my business?
0: No. The reason why is because... When you post content and when you market your business, you are trying to get people to know, like, and trust you. And in order for people to trust you and like you, a lot of times they're going to have to see who you are as a person, what you're about, not just your business. Now you can have a business page that is literally the products and services that you provide. And that's it. Like for instance, your fitness page could just be workouts or, um, nutrition, but for your, for Kim Terry or either Kim Rose Fit, whatever you wanted to post it on it, people need to know, like, and trust that person who owns that business and want to work with that person.
1: So would you also say, cause this is how I'm viewing it now is that even if I post a picture of the girls, right? that is in some way, shape or form marketing myself and I need to Kind of have that in the back of my mind when I'm posting that. Yes. That there's still a professional aspect to that For sure.
0: I stopped by an office the other day and gave them two free tumblers and a free hat. And the secretary that worked at the office and another lady that worked there both asked me how my girls were doing. And they do business with us. So that is 100%. Getting people to know, like, and trust you as a person, because people want to do business with that person. It makes you more relatable, and it makes you more real. Understand?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry, are attacking me. Stop. Here, great. Okay, keep. Um. Yeah, I agree. And that was, uh, I kind of wanted you to get that point across because it's something I had really been thinking about and we've talked about with clients in the past. Like every single thing, like there's all these rules, depending on where if you're like a real estate agent or you're in the mortgage industry, they have all these like rules on what you can and can post on social media to market yourself. And it's like, but that's so silly because anything you post, you are your company you are your brand so anything you post is marketing yourself that's right
0: that's right more so in like the mortgage industry and the insurance industry not necessarily the real estate industry that's kind of like free willy they don't really do a lot of stuff in the real estate industry uh, unless it's like a specific property or something like that but if it's you posting about your business then it's not really that uh monitored if you will um, but, right, but I think but the, people forget people, that.
1: No matter what you're posting, like that is your marketing.
0: Yeah, for sure. And yeah, you're if you go showing to your kids' basketball up. game on the weekends or their soccer game on the weekends. People relate to that, and that is essentially you marketing yourself as the type of person who goes to their kids' soccer game on the weekends, and people relate to that. They want to do business with people that are like them a lot of a lot of the times.
1: Okay, so now my question because this is something that's been holding me back on my own page even though smack me in the head, I know better. Right. Um, but I think this is just a good point to get it across as well. Is I open up Instagram mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I need to make a post. And I start scrolling through my photos. I'm like, I don't have a good photo or video that i want to use but i don't feel like i can just take one right now because it's not going to look as good as if you take it with your professional camera right or you come and help me and do it and shoot the video shoot the video and do it that way like i just don't that holds me back from posting because i feel like it needs to look a certain quality
0: right so that does not matter at all it is always good to get professional quality content put out When you can, but I saw somebody's Instagram page today and they've doubled their following and all they've been putting out is selfie videos with words on them talking about a specific thing that they work with, whether it be coaching, business inspiration, business motivation, um, teaching the client stuff, uh, or just pure entertainment type content it is literally iphone to your face selfie content with words on the screen and they've doubled their following in the past like three months
1: well shit
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i mean and it like i said it's always good like i re I mentioned Alex Hermosey earlier, but none of his stuff, it has, none of it has B-roll on it. It's literally a camera pointed at him, which it could have been an iPhone, but it was probably somebody sitting there with a professional camera and it's literally just him talking. So does it have to
1: be videos? Are videos what's hot right now? Like, only videos are gonna get you anywhere?
0: I think video, in order to put out educational content, like what we are trying to do, that's the best way to portray that. Now, entertaining content, I don't care about that so much, especially for our business. A few years ago that was like the biggest thing. Like if it was entertaining or travel, mm-hmm. travel videos or travel photos or all that stuff. But we're in the B2B industry or the, the the educational type industry where like you're trying to work with people and educate them on their fitness routines and their nutrition. Um, and I'm trying to educate businesses on how to grow their business, how to get leads, how to get referrals. And that is more video talking to those people than because they're not gonna read the caption, 100%. So that's my, yeah, you're not that's wrong. my two cents on that. I don't on ever that. read the caption. That's right.
1: But you know what I do? I find myself hanging out in stories more. Yes, than stories, I do even and on the that's theater. a lot of videos.
0: So if you put those on your page and just did raw face-to-the-camera stories, it could even be the ones that have the words on the screen because they're 30 seconds, a minute long, whatever, um, and then just add that to your story. It doesn't have to be the live.
1: I know because I feel like when you go on, it's so easy to click on those stories at the top and yep. you see the people and you remember that. And I couldn't tell you watching some of the stories – Oh, I haven't seen one of their posts and they yeah. haven't posted in a month. Like I would never know. No. Cause I don't really pay attention. No.
0: And there's some people that haven't posted in a couple of years. Like Andy Frisella, he hasn't posted in, in like since 2020.
1: Yeah. But I see this stuff every day.
0: Oh, exactly. So, and you know, uh, Rob Bailey started a, I'm in the clear, calculated and vicious, um, coaching group or mastermind group. I don't know what it is. Mastermind group, I guess. And he started an Instagram page called the CCV, Clear, Calculated, and Vicious. And it is literally only him talking to the camera. And the caption is literally the date and one line of text. But you have to click more in order to see what the text says. But there's no sentence or anything. It's like, uh, it literally is like just a very short, like four or five word description of what he's talking about. Does
1: he, well, that's in the group. now when no. I mean, that's on instagram it's on instagram and now it has is like, he using crazy. hashtags
0: no hashtags
1: Ooh, our hashtags gone
0: our hashtags gone yes nobody cares about hashtags um and another guy alex that we were talking about earlier he said that whenever he started his youtube channel all these people were like you need to use these hashtags and these tags and post on these certain times of day and all this stuff and he said he's not done any of that and he just did a live book release and had Over 600,000 people on his book launch and he didn't follow any of the guru bullshit said he did what he saw results from.
1: So what I gather from watching and scrolling and researching through social media right now is collaborations. Yep. So me going on by myself and posting and posting and posting, I could post a video every single day and, okay, I might get up to a couple hundred more followers, but Mm -hmm. I'm never going to get to that Alex Hermose level. Depends.
0: So it's consistency and collaboration. So the CCV page has zero anything to do with Rob and Dana Lynn Bailey's brand. He just started it, and it was consistently posting Every single day, if not multiple times a day, on that page, pre-recorded videos. But you don't zero think hashtags. That
1: because of who he is and who his friends are. They didn't sharing promote it. anything.
0: It's shareable content, is what it is.
1: Shareable content.
0: It gets more shares than any of their pages combined. So it's shareable and it's relatable. It's motivational. They don't use any hashtags. So there's like, so all this being said that we have talked about the to sum everything up, it's like, there's multiple ways to do it, but it doesn't, the things that it does not have to be, it does not have to be professional. It helps if it is professional a little bit, just aesthetically, but it's not necessarily going to help you gain followers. But The one thing that it has to be is consistent. consistent and shareable
1: did you drop your mic
0: yeah i guess so <laughs> so what were you saying about collaborations sorry i interrupted Wow oh. mabel's crying i'll go get her you talk about <laughs> collaborations
1: so i was just saying with collaborations is me by myself trying to put out content day after day consistent if i follow all these rules Yes, I have the opportunity to grow, but if I can take that and I can reach out to somebody who's got a little bit more pull, got a little bit more influence than me and befriend them to where they like my content and they like who I am and maybe do something that benefits us both or just get into their circle, it's yep. going to help propel that easier again it's about becoming popular yeah it's who you know who you're around you know it's hard to be back when instagram started you could literally post a picture of your meals
0: god everybody took a picture of their food
1: and have hundreds of thousands of followers just by hitting the algorithm at the right time now i feel like you have to be around or intertwined with influencers within the app or you have to get yourself into circles
0: that's only to grow within the app that's not necessarily to grow your business i think you need to interact and talk to people who would help grow your business but you don't necessarily need tens or hundreds of thousands of followers in order for your business to grow and be successful To, to get like huge huge In your business yes but to have a very successful comfortable business you need collaborations help for sure that's the reason why we do networking groups um or you know we we go to offices and talk to the people about what we do and all that stuff that's networking that's the same thing as a collaboration with a person it's in order it's to capitalize on their audience
1: Okay, so let's sum this up. You already kind of summed it up, but I want you to go in and I'm a real estate agent. I'm just starting out. How do I build my leverage on social media that's going to filter over into my business? What are the first like 10 steps I have to take? What should I be focusing on? Who should I have in my corner? How do I get it started? So first thing,
0: all right. First thing I do is come up with a plan. It does not have to be professionally produced content. Stick to that plan. Show up consistently every single day, if not multiple times a day. You need to post an actual post and on your story, Facebook and Instagram. Stick to those two platforms or stick to a single platform that you want to. If you're a commercial realtor, stick to LinkedIn that's where a lot of businesses and stuff like that are at but if i were a realtor starting out i would come up with a plan what am i going to post i'm kind of biased terry enterprise media we have a plan for you it's called teach entertain motivate those are the three things that you have to post teach entertain motivate post those three things consistently every single day and you should have no problems video and photos Okay. Thank you for listening to the Kyle Terry podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to grow your business, follow us on social media. And remember, there's no secret to success. You have to work for it.